Welcome to episode 31 of Hit the Mic with Stacey Harris. Hello, hello. Once again, this is episode 31 and I am your host, the Stacey Harris. I'm so excited you joined me. Today I have a fantastic interview with Katie McCarthy. Um, you guys might know her if you listen to me on her show, uh, the Give Good Podcast. I was on it a while ago. Uh, so you guys might be familiar with her, uh, but she's fantastic. She's hilarious and she's fun. And we're going to be talking about putting together your dream life, um, and, and how to, to actively do that with like real life steps, not just like think and it will happen. Um, first I want to do a shout out. Thank you to ELJ social media on iTunes for my fabulous five-star review. She says wisdom with a side of spunk. Love this podcast. It's so easy to get addicted to Stacy's ever so entertaining episodes. I learned so much about social media, small business building, and networking relationships, all while laughing along with Stacy and her guests. This should be on everyone's must-listen list. Thank you. I am so glad that you enjoy the show. If you want to hear me say your iTunes ID and your wise and wonderful words, be sure to head over to iTunes and leave a review. Um, I am out of new and noteworthy because the show's been on for four or five months now. I mean, we're at episode 31. Um, but it, it counts more than ever. So, so be sure to head over and do that. Support the show. I really, really, really appreciate it. Um, also you guys can reach out to me on Twitter anytime. I'm at the Stacey Harris. Um, just use the hashtag hit the mic and share your insights during the episodes, your quotables, if you will. With that said, I want to read you guys Katie's bio because it's fantastic. Katie is a life coach and the founder and host of Give Good Podcast. Driven by the belief that people are limitless, people are limitless, bound only by themselves. She has dedicated her podcast and coaching business to supporting people and creating the lives they want and love now. On Give Good, she interviews entrepreneurs, innovators, and change agents, highlighting the limiting beliefs that have over that they have overcome to achieve success, the events that have shaped them, the tips and trips, tricks and habits that allow for their peak performance. In her coaching, Katie works with clients to get them unstuck and kicking butt in the area of their lives that really matter most to them so that they can stop deferring the good life to tomorrow and live it up now. And you guys know that I'm all for living it up now. I mean, I had um, my friend Liz Brazier on talking about living now. We've got Katie on talking about living now. This is something that comes up a lot. So pay attention because it's a good one. So let's dive in and hear from Katie. What do you say? All right. All right, guys. I have Katie McCarthy with me here, and I am super excited because I was on her show a while ago now. I can't remember how long ago it was. Katie's here, by the way. She's the whoop-whooping. I'm not whoop-whooping my own comments. I feel like I should point that out because this (laughs) is the kind of show where that might actually happen, and so I need to be clear. So, hi, Katie. (laughs) Hi. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Hit the Mic. I'm super excited you're here. God, I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) It's really an awesome place to be. Um, We met because I listened to your podcast and then I wrote you an email and begged you to let me be on it. Um, And then you were super nice and let me be on it. Um, So yeah, I will link to that interview in the show notes in case you guys want to hear it. But um, I want to talk to you today about something super uncool, but like necessary for our sanity, which is sort of 
maintaining a schedule and having a schedule and the effect it has on our mindset and calendaring and it not being mean um, or terrible or awful. (laughs) So we're going to talk about that. But first, before I get all crazy, um, I want you to sort of introduce yourself to everyone. Fabulous. Okay. Which is so good. You guys, the topic of today's talk is designing the life you love. No. And, um, and that's what I'm all about. So I have a podcast. I host a podcast called give good where I interview, um, different entrepreneurs, innovators, and change agents and have them on the show to talk about some things that people don't always talk about, which Stacy, thank you for sharing your story. Um, but like, the times that are tough, the limiting beliefs you have to get over to really take on something that you care about in your life, something that makes you feel kind of like vulnerable that you're even pursuing. And um, then also those moments of darkness that we all have in our journey that we once again, don't really talk about all that much. Um, And kind of the whole, the whole framework of the podcast is like, we're human. And our human humanity and sharing it is really access to getting how awesome our accomplishments are and for other people to see that whatever they want to do is possible. So not shocking. I'm also a coach. (laughs) (laughs) Not shocking that I also take people the next step, which is to really create a structure, create a purpose. And, um, then, you know, hold you accountable for creating the life that you love. And I do that with, with people's lives. I do it with, um, (laughs) this is really funny. I do it with men and their confidence. No, I work with men and their, in their personal confidence and getting over like kind of dating, dating debacles that, (laughs) that if they haven't repeated (laughs) and women, but like the dating debacles that keep us stuck doing the same things in relationships. And then I also, um, I'm now coaching people and how to create a podcast. So how to create a platform through podcasting that has them reach the people they really care about. So that's what I do. That's a lot. I know. But I'm, I want to I wanna go back to something you said, which is creating the purpose and the structure. And I think that that is a really important point before we get into the sort of structuring and how like the how-tos and actionable stuff, which you guys know I love, and sort of how to do this. How does that purpose part fit in? Like, is that where we have to start? Like, I know when we have people on and we talk about marketing and I do this with every freaking one of my clients is we sort of talk about who are we talking to and why are we talking to them before we even talk about how we're going to talk to them. Um, so is it the same way with sort of figuring out how to build our, our lives, our dream lives, as you said, do we have to yeah. sort of figure out what that is first? Um, I don't. Okay. So I think that we're always evolving. I God, I hope we're always evolving. <laughs> Um, so yeah. we're always evolving. So it's not like our purpose. I, people can get really like, Oh, what's my purpose in the world? I need a mission. And like super heavy about that. But your purpose is something that's always changing. So, and it's a creation. And I do think it's really important because it has us always focused on our bigger picture, you know, on whether it's like the framework and the guide for making all decisions. So I do think that that is like the first, the first step in things to get connected to. And so like my unique purpose, you guys want to hear my unique purpose? I do. Tell me. me. Oh my gosh. That people experience being vibrantly alive and are present to the joyous journey of life. I feel like that's not the first time you said that. Oh my gosh, of course it's not. It's my purpose. It's <laughs> like, like it felt very of, like this is what it is. I'm very clear This on is it. what it is. Cuz that's what I ch- I use to check in with. 
Like, am I doing that? Am I doing that in my business? Are the people I'm coaching vibrantly alive? And are they enjoying their life right now? I don't know. No. But I think I think okay. I need to work with you. right my purpose would be like to have as much fun as possible doing whatever i'm doing in that moment like that would be my life purpose is that acceptable as a life totally okay sweet oh my god yes then it doesn't evolve that much because it's been pretty much the same since i was like 12 (laughs) just have as much fun as humanly possible (laughs) yeah and so there are like you use that to make decisions which actually works out to really practical decisions in your life, in your calendar, which is exactly what we're going to talk about. But there's also one other thing I want to say before we get into the specifics of calendaring. Okay. Is if you look at your life like two concentric circles. So most of the people who are listening to this are like both of us, right? They right. have a job and they have, <laughs> they have their life. And people usually look at those as two separate things. And what we usually do is we have these two concentric circles and in the middle is our life. I mean, in the middle is our work, right? Mm -hmm. So like you have your work in the middle and then there's that circle on the outside. That's like the inner tube around where we fit all of our life. Right. Right. And so it's like, okay, so I have to be at work and I have to work for these like nine hours a day, or I have to hit all of these meetings and then I'll fit my life in, in the, in the free space in the, in the squish room. And, and that's probably um, even worse for most of of us, those of the listeners of the show, is because we're entrepreneurs. So, oh my like, god, that yeah, life it's part is even smaller. Yes, so so small. Everybody and I remember nine hour days. That would be awesome, <laughs> I know, right? I remember when sitting there at my corporate job because I was a corporate employee not that long ago, and I was like, God, corporate employees are crazy. We're crazy. If I was an entrepreneur, I would have all this free time, and I would have my schedule be my own. And then, like, fast forward two months, and I'm an entrepreneur. And I'm like, what am I doing? It's two o'clock in the morning. And some, for some reason, I'm still working. And yeah. I have never changed out of my pajamas. <laughs> I'm like, I'm growing into my couch, yeah. you know? And that's, that's kind of where I started investigating all of this. Like, what, what am I? This is madness. It is. Um, so, so what is really cool is we have a say about our life. Every moment, every moment, every moment. And... If you can take those two circles and switch them, so you take your life and you put that in the center and then you put your work around the outside and like create that as the context for for your life, then things instantly change. Like did you inst- what what happened when I said that? Like switching those two circles? Well, when you switch them, you think you you make adjustments for like the stuff that really matters in your life, and you sort of focus your priorities shift completely. Totally, and that's what I think is probably the most like transformative thing you can do with your calendar is to put. We usually negotiate or sacrifice the things that matter most to us which is why we became entrepreneurs in the first place mm-hmm. a lot of the time. So we could have our life be ours and our time be ours. And then that's the first thing to go out the window. But when you take those things that really matter to you, like you sweep your calendar clean and you put in the things that really matter to you, family time, date time with your husband or your boyfriend, or that per- you know, or if you're single and you want to have a boyfriend, you better have... <laughs> better have some time available to, to date. Definitely. 
you know, so block out that time and make those times that are the things that you care about, that are your priorities for you, which are usually given by your purpose, which is why your purpose is really valuable to, it's like, you should know your purpose. Um, when you put those in your calendar and you make those non-negotiable, then you figure out how to have your calendar, your work, work around your life. And, and I you- think that's something that's really, it gets tossed out really easily when you, when you talk about like, these are all the things I have to do. Um, and then you sort of, you sort of swap around and you're right. It is impactful to sort of look at it a different way. Like for me, my husband's work schedule is changing. So his days off will be different. So I am looking at my calendar, not right the second, but was right before we got on this call actually to adjust when I do my, you know, my week lays out differently now. Cause I will have, I can set my days off so they're the same as his. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, I had to confront a lot of things when I decided to do this, which is like, oh my God. I mean, the first thing that happened is I've been working all of this time and I'm still not getting everything I want to get done, Mm -hmm. done. And now I have less time to do it in. So then there's instantly the, oh crap, how am I going to do that? But if I can go back out to, all right, like I know, I know that this is a world of infinite possibility. So what would it actually take to get that done? Well, I'd have to offload some stuff. So I instantly went and found a VA. You know, I instantly looked at the things that weren't aligned with my purpose or weren't actually making me money um, or forwarding my bottom line, which was so valuable because I just like cut a whole bunch of stuff out. I went through and unsubscribed myself from a whole bunch of email lists, you know, but that's, that's all stuff we can. Um, and, and it's like in that context, life just kind of alters. Because okay. there are things to get handled. Yeah. So let's let's shift into how we can actually do this. Because I think we're sort of starting to like work our way mm-hmm. there. So yeah. I feel like let's get into like what are what are our actual steps. I like let's start right with where you said unsubscribing. Because I recently started doing that. I unsubscribe to one email list every day. And you'd think I'd run out of email list to unsubscribe to, but apparently <laughs> not. Um, <laughs> it's like I'm like seriously. Where do I subscribe to all of these? I don't know. There is like sleep subscribe to people's stuff. (laughs) Seriously. I I completely know what you're talking about. And like, what is, what are these weird emails? Who is this person? Of course, sometimes, and my friend Sandy Sadu mentioned this on her podcast about email marketing, which I will link in the description because it's like, you should all listen to it. And one of her big pet peeves that she mentioned was people who you meet at a networking event and they give you their card and they, or you give them your card and then they add you to their list and you're like, wait, wait, that's not how this works. <laughs> um, that's how I th- see. I'm not sleep subscribing. People I meet at networking events are just adding me. You have to, it's you should take fault. your, take your email address off of your business card. <laughs> oh yeah. That's just good. Network. Let's completely cut all possible contact off. <laughs> You have to call me by phone. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. So what, what beyond that or, or how often we should we be doing that? What sort of thing should we do? I'm going to say something that I think is probably going to scare people. Awesome. Are you ready? Probably not. Wipe your calendar clean. That's how I would start. Wipe your calendar clean. That did make me a little nervous. My heart is beating a little faster now. (laughs) I mean, I have appointments up to like two months from now booked up. So, so this, there is some, there's some like a level of discrimination here. Your appointments, you know, keep your appointments, but there are a lot of things that just are in our calendars and we end up doing or not. This is the, this is even worse. The things that you repeatedly not do that are in your calendar. 
I know you got it. Maybe should be said with our to do list because that thing that kind of goes from week to week, right? Just keep moving it forward. (laughs) Exactly. Well, so this is this is so good. So this is all gonna that to do list is gonna get worked into your calendar because like what's the value of a to do list? What most of us do is we have our calendar, which our calendar is actually our structure to get things done. Like it takes all the things that we want to have done all the things that we have on our to-do list and actually anchors them into our life. So like these, they really work They're they're hand in glove, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we most, most people, we never like have a class in school that teaches us how to manage time, which would be incredibly valuable, but say, we should invent that. Geez, right. How to <laughs> balance your checkbook, not get into credit card debt and use your calendar. And talk your way out of a speeding ticket. That should be included as well. Like, <laughs> life lessons you won't learn anywhere else. <laughs> right? I hear a course coming on. <laughs> Seriously. Together. We build it. Let's do this. If we build it, they will come. So I'd so, have bought it. <laughs> right? It's more valuable than any, any other course you've ever bought. Um, so, so really, like, getting rid of all of that like really clearing your calendar of absolutely everything that you possibly can. Now, if you have a doctor's appointment or if you have a meeting with some, you know, with a client, you don't want to get rid of that. But there are all things that are in our calendars. I know for months I had going to the gym or like running in my calendar. I never went, but it was just this constant reminder of what I wasn't doing. And you feel bad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Like, and it was like, time. Mm, I'm not doing Aww. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wake up and, oh, I didn't do that. So, so like there's things in our calendar that's just, you know, it's just junk. And, and to just start with really like a clean slate, because what that's going to give you is an opportunity to take those things. So then the next thing to do is really look at what matters to you. You know, what are the things that are going to have your life be fulfilled? Because we're going to work. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make money. And like you've been making it, you're going to continue to make it. Now, what are the things that are actually going to make your life like juicy, make them worthwhile, light you up? And the things that you've been putting off that you really care about and put those in your calendar first and block out time for it. So that's that's my my first suggestion. I like that. So. We have to actually set times for those things and commit to actually doing them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So really Mm -hmm. the first step is like prioritizing the stuff on your schedule that's not work. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because you're going to fill all the available holes with work. (laughs) Trust me. I know you. (laughs) I feel like suddenly this is me. Hey, wait a minute. It could be (laughs) other people. I am good. Um... (laughs) And also, you know, even the times at our work, one of the things, random bonus social media trick, one of the things I do with my clients is I tell them to set out time in their schedules, in their work schedules, to do, like, social media stuff. Because it'll, it's how you avoid the time suck of social media, is you say, I'm going to spend 15 minutes networking in my Facebook groups or whatever it may be. You set a short amount of time and the task. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Like you want to put, and then you want to start putting the stuff in your calendar that you always do like showering. This might seem weird, but I have showering in my calendar. When you're an entrepreneur, that's not that weird. Cause that's the thing where you're like 2am and you're still in your pajamas from yesterday and you're growing into your couch and you're like, I'm not actually sure the last time I showered. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
And those are the things like we don't think to put in our calendar, yeah. but then we don't include them. And so then it's like, well, I got to take, I have to go to a meeting and I didn't put in any time to take a shower and I've got a shower before I go to the meeting. So now what? Now you have to not do whatever, like if it was sending emails or mm-hmm. if it was creating a marketing campaign, now you're sacrificing that other work for like lifetime for a shower time. So I would put in the things that are basic, like going to the grocery store, um, you know, showering, eating, sleeping, sleeping is a priority, you know, and if we don't, and I, and it's good to have that time. If you know that you work well, when you get six hours of sleep, eight hours of sleep, I'm not crazy. Like if you, if you actually function well on five hours of sleep or three, you know, schedule that, but to have it in your calendar and not have any judgment, that's the whole goal is to take any judgment about what you should be doing out of the calendar. This is just reality. It's just like you don't judge a table or a chair. It's just a chair. And this is just time. So part, that's part of what we're doing here. So, so that like putting the life things in your calendar are really important. I like that. That's uh, that's something that I actually started doing when my son went to school. I have his school day on my calendar, so I realize what time I have to take him to school and what time we have to pick him up. Because I don't want to be a parent that forgets. Um, uh, <laughs> that's so valuable. Like <laughs> it's true though, but it's it's important for me to know. And when I do open my calendar to book a meeting or schedule a whatever. I can see, okay, no, because that's my priority at that time is to be hanging out with him. And sometimes it's seriously my, like, my husband will go pick him up from school and I will, like, I still don't book anything at that time of day because I know when he gets home from school, I'm going to want to ask him about his day. So, like, that's my non-negotiable time that's right there. Um, So, it really does. It is nice to have it there because things, you don't end up with that situation where you're like, oh, no, I don't have time for that because something else is there. Exactly. Yeah. And this is all like the whole purpose of dealing with your calendar and creating this new relationship is to have freedom and ease in your life. So you can actually be present doing whatever it is you're act, you, you know, like you've designated, you've created that you're going to do at that time. So that's, that's my goal with this whole process is that you actually get to be present in your life. I like that. I, and I think that that's what's most important. And I think also that that's what makes you effective in that time where you are doing the less awesome tasks, like, you know, putting together the copy for that new sales page or whatever it may be, um, is you can be a hundred percent focused on it. It doesn't take as long. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have time in my calendar every day. Like I don't love to Facebook, but I have Facebook, Twitter, and email time. Because one of the things that I realized, which is cool, because when you start to block things out, what you'll actually notice is that there are certain things that aren't getting done that actually need to get done. So I, I did this with my calendar and like regrouped everything and created times to do everything and decided I wasn't going to work past 530, which has got been really challenging. <laughs> and one of the things that I saw was that I, at, in the evening, I was always sending emails Well, I looked at my calendar and there was actually no designated time to reply to the emails that I was getting throughout the day. That's a pretty important business function. Yeah. You know, like that's like the lifeblood of most businesses, email time. So I went back in and I scheduled an hour a day because I really don't relate to email. Like, oh my God, if you know, I'm not trying to get back to you as soon as you email me, I have like a 24 hour turnaround time. Um, so I scheduled an hour of email time every day and, and then 
so you know so that that would actually get accomplished so this is like all a moving system it's not fixed i love that and to sort of expand on the email thing i recently like read like two months ago decided to stop being all crazy about my email where it was open all day and like i was obsessively responding as soon as i received emails because i was terrible about that and if one hour a day once per day scares you break that up because you could do like i do like two half hours i check it for a half an hour in the morning and check it half an hour in the afternoon um, but when I first started, I literally had 20 minutes four times per day where I checked my email because that was way less scary to me than an hour per day, once per day. Mm, like the yeah. idea of checking my email only once per day, like gave me hives. I was like, Oh my God, I might miss something. <laughs> um, so you can break that into smaller things. You can make that work for you. If you're somebody who wants to work like, or who wants to check their email more, you can check your email more. There's no totally. rules. Yeah, and that's why this is designing your dream life. Because right. this is like what works for you. But you get to, within the structure, you get to see what actually does work for you. Like you hadn't, if you had that, you had those uh, four 20 minute chunks, right? Mm-hmm. And then you were like, oh, maybe this is too much. Or I want to consolidate these more. So then you decided that two half hour chunks would work better for you. Mm-hmm. So once you have something set, you actually start looking at the workability of of the structure that you've created for yourself. Right. And like you said, it's it's evolutionary. It changes. It does not have to be like hard and fast rules that you follow all the time. And if you have something that you're launching and your email is open all day, that's probably a good thing because it's launch day and stuff is going to be coming in all day. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, so, okay. And so this is perfect. The other thing that I suggest, so there's two things next. One is to always build in buffer time. Now we were talking about with iCalendar, there's, um, before the show started, we were talking about with iCalendar, there's like travel time, right? um, which you can really use. It's a super convenient way to build in buffer time for all events, even if you don't have to travel to them. Yeah. Because we all know that we get distracted and caught up in things and nothing ever. We don't actually live our life in our increments. So you have to go to the bathroom and like, I, I was just about to say, I do this in my scheduler as well. Um, I use time trade to schedule things like this, like podcast interviews or my calls with clients. And I have 15 minute chunks built in between all of my calls because like if they're back to back, first of all, it's really stressful. They, like, cause sometimes you run over or whatever, or like you have to use the restroom or you need a drink of water or you just need to stand up. So like building in that buffer time, even into where you're going to allow people to book out your time is really something I would suggest doing. Cause I did not do that at first and it was very stressful. <laughs> Absolutely. I remember being at my corporate job and like managing my client's calendar and he would have four meetings at the same time. And mm-hmm. then there would be back to back meetings and I was always just in a state of panic for him. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you like, doing this? You have to pick one meeting and then we have to start to build in travel time for you. You have to walk, you know, but now, now it's me with me. So this, this whole, um, like really setting for me, it's setting ourselves up to succeed, you know, setting up ourselves up to have that kind of ease in life and some, and it is so simple as building in travel time. So build in travel time always or um figure out a way i i since i am figuring out something for gmail because i use gmail uh and google apps for my business so figuring out a way to put in like i leave half an hour blocks between each event so that i actually have that freedom and space to 
do all of those necessary things. Um, the other, the other thing, so like the fourth thing I like to do with regard to having like ease in your calendar is only for me. Now this will change per person, depending on like how organized you like to be or how far out and how much of a planner you are. I myself a little bit, I'm kind of a fly by the seat of my pants kind of gal. (laughs) So, um, so a week like is a good commitment for me, but I plan out a week. So I build in, you know, the things that I want to do with my time, the things that really matter to me. And I go through and, you know, fill in what I need to do for work, make sure that there's travel time. And what what doing it only a week in advance allows for is that time to change. Like when I realized I didn't have any email time in my calendar, it allows me to see what's working about my calendar and what's not working and then change it on a week by week basis. Does that make sense? That just makes sense. I um I'm like, I'm pretty fly by the seat of my pants too. However, there are there are certain things that I am very diligent about having scheduled in advance. Like um my like my podcast interviews, as you know, because we originally scheduled this way more than a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um I like I'm scheduling we're recording this in February and I'm scheduling April interviews right now. I'm not recording them yet, but I'm scheduling them. I'll record mm-hmm. them in March. So those kind of things where I'm putting content together or um, I'm trying to deliver something um, that I am more scheduled about. But also, like, if there's just something that comes up that I know I'm going to want to do, a concert, an event, uh, a movie coming out, whatever, I will put that on my calendar now because I want to make sure that it's a priority. Because if not, by the time I get to that week, it will have been trampled by something else. (laughs) Oh, totally. Okay. This is perfect. I'm so glad you brought this up because I do that too. Like I love to go to personal growth and development courses. It's uh-huh. my, it's my jam. <laughs> so, um, and, and also I schedule interviews out like three months in advance. So mm-hmm. those go into my calendar and it's more like the day-to-day life things. Like yeah. when it comes to, cause I do schedule going to the grocery store and when I'm gonna, I outsource um, going to the grocery store. Oh my God. Genius. Love it. Yeah. Outsource whatever, right? Outsource whatever you can. Uh, it does not. I think I talked about this in a previous episode, but you can outsource way more than your business. Okay. You can outsource laundry, grocery, like people want, like people in your life want to help you just freaking give them something to do. And they'll be like, okay. Totally. Um, I outsource like all my personal appointments, like when I get my hair done and like my nails or massage or any of that, my husband books all of that stuff. Like I don't do any of it. I go, Hey babe, I need an appointment for, and it just appears on my calendar. That is so great. I love that. Fantastic. You should all start doing it. (laughs) Yeah. And just see what you like, see what you can give away to do. And if it doesn't work, you can always take it back on, it's right? True. And like you could always set up your hair appointments, yeah. but if your husband's going to do it and it works, hey. It, it does. And like you know, that that stuff doesn't have to be your spouse. It can be like your VA can book your personal appointments like that too. You just say, hey, this is the number. This is what you need done. Um, call them and say this. And there you go. And trust me, if I can explain to my husband what he needs to tell the, the, the receptionist at the salon to do to my hair, to book the appointment, you guys can get a VA to do it. I promise. Absolutely. Oh my God. It's so possible. true. So good. So good. It I, just, I just, I think it's good to think outside of the window. You know, we're talking about scheduling our, our lives too. That stuff is all outsourceable too. Yes. Many grocery stores will now deliver. Just saying. 
Just saying. I know. I'm like, I, I want to move into a house. What I'm looking for now is a house because I, I live alone currently, but I'm going to move into a place where I have um, roommates because I want to have community again and uh, and a house like a housekeeper. And I want somebody to come over to the house once a week and cook food and take care of laundry. That's like, those are my new requirements for my next house. So you can check back in with me in like three months and see how it's going. And I'll be in heaven. It's true. And I think we forget that how doable that is, you know, especially if you want somebody like to, a friend of mine just hired a housekeeper and she always thought it would be something that was beyond like their means. But she has somebody who comes in once a month and does a crazy deep clean. And during the week, she just sort of keeps everything picked up and, you know, wiped down and whatever. Um, and then somebody comes in once a month and like, like crazy, literally cleans everything. And like life is just easier. That's like a whole Saturday a month. She doesn't have to do with anything. Oh, this is so good because this is just like our calendar, like your budget, Mm -hmm. just like your calendar, you can have anything you want. Just put it in the budget. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you could have, you can, you can go on vacation whenever you want. You just have to put it in your calendar and then stick to it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I think that that's really, really awesome that you brought, um, you know, that she's doing that and yeah. that you brought that up. Well, when we talk, you know, when we talk about prioritizing what's on your calendar, it's the same thing, you know, for her, maybe it was, or, you know, like for me, I get my, get my nails done. I get my hair done and I get a massage regularly. That's my me time. Like that, I'm a kind of a girl about these things. I, I enjoy this. Like that's my stuff. Right. So I'm willing to give up X to have Y. You know what I mean? If that means we go out to dinner one less time per month for me to get a manicure regularly or a massage every month, fine. Like that's, you just sort of have to prioritize where your priority is. Exactly. And that's, which is a perfect demonstration of you really having your life on that inner circle, which is so cool. Congratulations. It's only sometimes. Okay. We won't talk about the times where I, I like, I put my son to bed at seven 30 and then I work till 2 AM in my office. We won't talk about that. We'll stick to where I'm just like, I'm totally rocking it out here. Um, one awesome. of the things I want to sort of transition us to is, is sort of an example where you've done this is you had taken on the monumental tasks of podcasting five days a week, which is crazy pants. Crazy. Okay. I only put out two <laughs> shows a week and it's already, it's crazy. You're crazy. Um, but you recently shifted that to three episodes, right? Yep. So was that something that came from like the experience of doing that many episodes? Um, like what, what brought you to that decision? So what brought me to that decision? And I'm going to tell one on myself. When I first started, I was seven days a week. So oh this is God. the second time I've downshifted and I had some like guilt about that initially, but then I looked at what, you know, what my purpose was and then what my priorities are and then like actually got real with myself about how much time it was taking. And, um, and I could, so, so given my purpose, like what people, that people are, really experiencing being vibrantly alive. Like I'm included in that Mm -hmm. and having a podcast, especially without outsourcing all like without outsourcing any work, I was spending at least, you know, probably at least, at least 15 hours a week doing that. Now that doesn't include the time that I was like 
nervous about or thinking about it, which mm-hmm. is also time that I was like working on it because it was time that I wasn't working towards other things. So it, it took me a while and I had to look at like why I was doing what I was doing. Was I doing it because that was actually what I wanted to provide? Was I doing it because it was part of my purpose? Was I doing it because it was actually like making the impact I wanted it to make? No, I was doing it because I thought I should. Yeah. And then because I, hate I, those words. I hate the word should stop shutting on yourself. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, and then I had to see, okay, so I have it that I should. And also the other thing that was keeping me stuck that way was that I thought that like I had promised that to people because it was what I always had done. Right. And then I just, when I saw that, when I saw the shoulds and that it was just the only thing that was keeping me doing that was that that's what I always had done. Uh, it gave me a new freedom to look at what it was like for the people who liked to listen to my podcast, what my experience was like when I listened to podcasts that are five days a week and kind of like the stress I have, like, oh, I want to listen to a new podcast, but but I, I don't want to betray my old podcast, you know, and all the insanity around it. And I was like, look, yeah. this is my life. This is my life. And you have the little icon that's like, you have 10 episodes waiting. And you're like, oh my God, that seems like so much. I know that's 10 hours. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot do that. Um, I think that's really good. And I think that's really important to, to sort of end cap our talking about our scheduling is remembering that it's a changeable and like, you don't have to do it just because you should do it. Like do yeah, it. And right. who, where did that even come from? Like I started to look at who that actually, who, who that even the should even belonged to somebody you really, really liked to podcast probably does podcasts every day. Exactly. So that's not, even I bet I even know what show it is. <laughs> I bet you do. Um, and I may also even... have 10 episodes of those sitting in my, iTunes. right. I know. And I'm like, that's why I stopped listening to their podcast. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I'm such a failed listener. Yeah, like, <laughs> Maybe I don't like this show. There's so many episodes. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. And so when I saw that, that didn't even really like, that wasn't even my standard for what makes a good podcast. I was, had the freedom to just get rid of it. Um, and then, and now I'm doing three and three feels awesome. You know, it actually, like I get excited about doing the podcast. Now I get excited about doing the editing. I am. And I've hired somebody to do the editing for me, which is awesome. That is awesome. The audio engineer in me will not allow me to, to outsource the editing. It just, I can't, I can't seem to do it. It hurts me. Oh my God. You're just, you just love it so much. It's true. Mostly I think it's, um, it's probably a control freak thing over an enjoyment thing, but we'll <laughs> go with it. I enjoy it so much. It really, it, I can do it in my sleep. It's, it's so automatic for me. It's not something that's especially difficult for me, um, which sounds kind of douchey, but, um, so I, it's not something that I have a lot of issue with. Um, I want to talk a little bit about podcasting though, before I let you go, because I know you have a really cool, um, program coming up to launch podcasting and we're talking about you know deciding how often to do a show and being able to change that and um so let's let's sit for a minute and talk about podcasting if you don't mind absolutely so um i am launching it so podcasting is awesome um the coolest thing isn't it i think the coolest thing is that the experience that I have as somebody who listens to podcasts and what I know now from the people who listen to my podcast is like, you just know that person. Mm-hmm. 
Like I feel like the people whose podcasts I listen to, it's like I'm sitting in their, it's like they're They're riding in my car. Yeah. They're like my homies. We know each other. And I remember the first time I met somebody whose podcast I had listened to and I was like, I know your entire life story. (laughs) (laughs) That's that weird situation though, when you meet them and you're like, I know you completely and you have no freaking clue who I am. It's so good. Weird. I actually have a listener who listens to my podcast who I just love. I call her my angel. And um, she asks me questions. Like I'll say something on the podcast and she'll be like, oh, were you talking about this person? Because she knows so much of my life. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) It's really cool. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so it's a great way to connect with people and on a really, really personal level. And it's super convenient for the people who listen to it. You have an opportunity to get great content out into the world. And you guys listen to podcasts. I mean, you don't need to know everything that you love about them. You love them. So what I'm providing is uh, a program called Podcast Playground, which is an eight-week group course, group coaching program to take you through um, like your podcast design. So to really look at what your podcast would, what you would want the topic to be, if that aligns with the services that you already offer, um, the actual structure of it, create your purpose for your podcast and all the way through to, you know, launch execution, how to promote your shows, how to do the show notes, the admin. So we cover everything from like the tech stuff to the purpose to the actual marketing aspects of it. Well, I think for most people who really enjoy podcasts, because I know, I mean, you guys email me, and this is one of the reasons I wanted Katie to talk about this, is you guys email me probably every week. I get at least two emails from from somebody who is like, I want to know more about podcasting. Can you tell me how you did it, how you got started, blah, blah, blah. Like, the, the this kind of thing is going to walk you through all that. And it's not as scary as you think it is. You just, I mean, you have to invest a little bit of time up front to figure out your footing, and then it's kind of awesome. Um, so definitely if, if podcasting is something you want to do, um, this is something that might get you sort of there a little faster than going, Oh, I'll do that someday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we all know that that doesn't really create anything. <laughs> if you think that works, go back and listen to Liz Brazier's episode about no more Sundays and she'll whip you into shape on that one for sure. Precisely. <laughs> Yeah. So the cool thing about this program is that there's like, a, 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 like I really liked when I launched my podcast, I was in a mastermind group and um, there were p- other people who were launching podcasts. So mm-hmm. the questions that you have will be the same questions that other people have. And yeah. then you create this community of people who are all doing, you know, you guys are like working together, doing the homework together. Um, so creating that real community feel around it. So you can get excited and have a safe space to ask questions And then, of course, I'll be there to handle, you know, anything you may want to know. So that program is going to be launching uh, in February. So at the end of February. And um, should I talk about more details or do we just want to post it on the site? Um, I'll post a link to everything. If you guys go to the show notes, it's dostaceyharris.com slash episode 31. Um, if you guys go there, you guys will find the link to like sign up and get more information and read all the details and all that stuff. Although, do tell them about the the special fantasticness that you have for them. Fabulous fantasticness just for you. Um, I like to sing everything. Works <laughs> so. for me. I'd like to sing everything too, but nobody wants that. <laughs> I'm not sure if anybody likes my Smurf my Smurf voice, but um, uh, so. 
the the program is uh, seven ninety seven, but just for you guys because I love the Stacy Harris. It's so good that you have the in front of your name. That's awesome. I love your your website, the Stacy Harris, um, because you guys are friends of the Stacy Harris. It's going to be four ninety seven. So um, just when you go to the link and you email me or you sign up for the course, there will be an option to put in. Um, you know, I'll give you details about a code or you can say that it's from the Stacey Harris. We'll have that all worked out and it'll be clearly laid out in the show notes. Yeah. And you can just say, uh, just follow the instructions and um, you'll get that discounted rate. See, guys, it pays to be friends with the Stacey Harris. The Stacey Harris. The Stacey Harris. The only one that matters, as I like to say. Totally. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Katie, so much for being on the show. I had a blast hanging out with you. We may have to bring you back again because it was just too much fun. Oh my God. It was so much fun. And if you guys have any questions about scheduling, God, please reach out to me because this is like, this is my wheelhouse. Yeah. I will put links to get in touch with Katie and her website and her show and all of that good stuff in the show notes because you guys, you guys have to hang out with her. She's got good stuff. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show. And it was so nice being with you guys. And when you run out of my measly two episodes a week, you'll have something else to listen to. (laughs) The Give Good Podcast. Crazy people with three episodes a week. Seven <laughs> episodes a week. It's bananas. Bananas. Totally oh, bananas. It's too much. It's too much, people. Don't when you go start your podcast through the podcast playground, do not have seven episodes a week. Lesson <laughs> one. Lesson one. This for is my sure. bonus freebie for you. All right. Well, thanks again, Katie, for being on the show. You're so welcome. It was such a pleasure. And I will see you guys next time. <laughs>